Hey, it's Janice Michelle from When God Spins a Yarn. I'm so glad you were able to join today. I am here with a passion to help women heal from their traumas and find their identity in Christ. And I'm so excited to see what God's going to do today. Let's get into it. Good morning. Today, I am talking about knowing who God is and why that is important for healing. People have all kinds of ideas about who God is, and we develop these ideas in many ways. Through what we've been taught formally, what we've experienced in life, how we've seen others behave, how people have treated us. But have you noticed the common flaws in these paths to getting to know God? None of those included going to the source. If you are introduced to someone by a friend or trusted family member, you get a good first impression of them before even meeting them. If you're told about someone by another person who was hurt by them, not so much. However, neither of these scenarios are one in which you actually got to know the person in question. To do that, you would need to engage directly with them over a period of time and in multiple circumstances. We don't want people to judge our character and identity by an isolated incident or one person's opinion. So why do we just take other people's word for who God is? Let's get to know him by seeing what he has to say about himself and the history of his behavior. First, and most important for us to grasp, is God as creator. Genesis 1, where it all started, literally everything. And it starts with an omnipresent God speaking into existence first, not only a perfectly functional, but also a flawlessly beautiful environment for the crowning glory of his creation, humanity. He created us in his image, perfect and whole, his masterpiece. In that moment of creation, when he formed Adam and from his side formed Eve, he also brought the exact unique forms of you, me, and everyone ever to exist into being. He goes on to reveal himself as the God of mercy, grace, and salvation. The very first sin was greeted with a call for community to be restored, for reconciliation. And then he accomplished that for us. Adam and Eve were not required to kill those first animals to be sacrificed for our covering. God did the work of that. He only called them to confession and repentance so there could be reconciliation. Throughout history, we see God continually showing up to give grace, to provide salvation, and to reconcile his people back to him. He consistently reveals more and more of who he is, how much he loves us, and how good his purposes are. He is revealed as creator, love itself, triune and therefore community-minded, redeemer, king of all kings, good father, truth speaker, and so much more. If we spend time with him, reading the love letters he has sent us in his word, getting to know him, then we will see just how much we can trust him with our healing, our lives, and our identity. Next week, we'll talk about that more. 
finding out who he says we are. This is the foundation of our ability to heal, understanding our true identity, and it all begins with knowing our Creator. For now, let's dig more into these other attributes of God. One of the ways he names himself is love. 1 John 4, 8 says, Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. And verse 16 says, So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whomever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. As for historical evidence, Psalms 36, 5, written by David, the man after God's own heart, reads, Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. And of course, we have John three sixteen and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whomever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Let's go back to 1 John four sixteen again. This is important. We have come to know and believe the love that God has for us. We must embrace the love that God has for us as real. If we do not know and believe his love, it will have no impact on our thinking. Therefore, it will not affect our lives and be the source of healing that it was intended to be. Nothing is bigger, stronger, or more enduring than God's love. God is also triune. That means he's three in one. He is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In Genesis, we see where God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, speaking of himself as triune. And we are commanded to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Jesus declares in his ministry, as he reveals his full identity, that I and the Father are one. Then, as his final words to his followers, he promises, When the Advocate comes, that's the Holy Spirit, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me, King of Kings. Which leads us to him also being King of Kings. In Revelations 19.16, it says, On his robe and on his thigh, he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. In 1 Timothy 6.14-16, says, I charge you in the presence of God, who gives life to all things, and of Christ Jesus, who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession, which he will display at the proper time, he who is at the blessed and only sovereign, King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, who dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see, to him be honor and eternal dominion. Amen. In First John 1 John 1.5, he is the only one who is sovereign, which means he has all authority, has immortality, therefore he will never leave you even unto death, and is Described as one who dwells in an unapproachable light, which is a description of being purity itself. This, then, is the image which we have heard of him, 
and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. As king of kings, he is all-powerful, as seen in Job 11, when Job is asked by God, Can you fathom the mysteries of God? Can you probe the limits of the Almighty? They are higher than the heavens above. What can you do? They are deeper than the depths below. What can you know? Their measure is longer than the earth and wider than the sea. If he comes along and confines you in prison and convenes a court, who can oppose him? Surely he recognizes deceivers, and when he sees evil, does he not take note? And in Psalms 24, 8, Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. In Ephesians 3, 20, He is him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. And this King of kings is at the same time the good Father, a Father that is pure, perfect, and full of unconditional love. I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty, in Second Corinthians 6.18. The Psalms reminds us that as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. God is proven to be truth speaker as well. He cannot lie. Therefore, when we see who he says we are, we have every reason to believe it. He speaks only truth in love. Don't we have an awesome God? Knowing who he is gives us the confidence and hope we need to trust him with our lives. In every circumstance, we can be confident that this creator of all, king of all kings, all-powerful, love itself God, has us in his hands. If this awesome, loving God created you, shouldn't he be trusted to be the one you allow to define you? Isn't this the place you would prefer to receive your identity versus the broken world around you? Ponder this week on who you know God to be in your life. Look back at the history of who he has been to you. Take notes. Journal it. Dwell on it. Thank him for who he is. And next week, we'll look at what that means for who we are. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Please come visit me on my website, janicemichelle.com. That's J-A-N-I-C-E-M-I-C-H-E-L-E.com. Or on my Instagram, at God's Spun Yarn. My Facebook page is When God Spins a Yarn. I'm also a mentor on the Faith Mama's Tribe app. You can download that from your Play Store or I'll put the link in the show notes. Once again, thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.